morning. I am going to talk about the first item of the essential dharmas of daily practice. The mind is originally free from disturbance, but disturbances arise in response to sensory conditions. Let us restore the equanimity of our true nature by letting go of disturbances. This item tells us that whenever we face a situation where some disturbances arise in our mind, try to keep our mind calm. I would like to focus on how to restore the equanimity of our true nature. Let's think about this. When we get sick, we try to make ourselves well. This is because we know we were healthy before we got sick. We were not originally sick, but when we do not have a sickness or problem in the body, we do not need to look for medicine. We do not try to restore our health. Let me tell you a story. When I was minister in training in Korea, I had stayed at the Mandok Mountain Retreat Center in Jinan country for a week. The place is a holy site in warm Buddhism where for the first time Sotesan, the founding master of warm Buddhism, held a one month meditation retreat with a 12 disciples. While I was staying at the Mandok Retreat Center, I met Venerable Sengsan, who is abbot there. At the time, he was 80 years old and for 40 years had been teaching meditation and giving Dharma talks on the truth of Ilwan Sang at the center. He is an example of a practitioner whose practice and work are not separate. In the summer and winter, people came for the retreat at the center. I was here in the summer. One particularly hot and humid day, I was walking with Venerable Sengsan, moving trees from the mountain. I felt tired and time seems to be moving slowly. I really did not want to continue to walk, 
it was painful that I had to walk when I did not want to walk. When the walk was finally finished and I was washing my hands, I saw Venerable Sungsan washing his hands next to me. I was curious how he was. I asked him, Aren't you tired? The weather is so hot. It is annoying and painful to walk with an unwilling mind. He smiled and said, Even though my body was tired, my mind was not. I was wondering what was different between him and me. We were in the same situation. Both of us felt hot and tired, but it was different in our minds. I was disturbed, but he was not. He asked me, Were you annoyed before you started the job? I said, No. That's right, he said. There was originally no disturbance in your mind, but you began to respond to the thoughts and feelings. Oh, it is so hot today. This is such a hard work. Then you became annoyed and suffered. But if you had not responded to the feelings, what would have happened? Disturbances would have not arisen in your mind. Think about this. When a stone is thrown into the air. Does the air become swayed? The stone wouldn't just pass through the space and the space would remain serene. This is because there is nothing in the air. Our mind is like the sky. It is originally empty. If we keep our empty mind, we can attain an equanimity in any situation. The next day, Master Sungsan and I did the same job together. It was the same weather, very hot and humid and the walk was the same hard walk, moving heavy trees. However, this time, I tried not to respond to my negative thoughts and feelings. I was aware of the arising thoughts, but did not respond to them. Surprisingly, I was able to walk without feeling annoyed 
or unwilling. There was no disturbance in my mind. I found the state of my mind before doing the walk, during the walk, and after finishing the walk were all the same. My mind was one mind, free from disturbance. When we become disturbed in a challenging situation, we must remember that we have become disturbed because we have lost the emptiness in our mind. Therefore, we have to restore the equanimity of our original Buddha nature by letting go of those disturbances as soon as possible. This is essential practice. However, what I think is more important is not to allow the same thing to happen again and again. A beginning practitioner may find him or herself becoming disturbed repeatedly in each and every difficult situation over and over again. But an experienced practitioner would not. This is the difference between those who understand the principle of our true Buddha nature and those who do not. One matter is how we keep our original Buddha nature after we have restored it and not repeat the mistakes of losing it again. We first need to practice to restore the equanimity of our true nature, and then we practice to keep it in any situation. We face various difficult situations through our six sense organs, form, sound, smell, taste, touch, and thought. These are like the waves of the sea, constantly coming and going in our life. We have to cultivate the equanimity of our true nature by the mindful pause in any disturbing situation. The mindful pause prevents us from responding to a situation habitually. We can attain the power of spiritual cultivation through chanting and sitting meditation practice. The method of these two practices are so simple and easy. These are the practices that bring us mindful paths by which we restore and keep the equanimity of our true nature. Chanting is meditation in sound. Chanting is a tool 
that we can use anywhere, anytime to return to the place of stillness in sound. By having the mindful pause in sound, we will attain the equanimity. When we practice sitting meditation, we use the mindful pause while breathing constantly. Simply pause in each breath, then thoughts and emotions will pass through while coming and going. We will then gain stability and freedom. This practice is like a riding a bicycle. To ride a bicycle, we should first learn how to keep balance. Keeping balance is the key to riding a bicycle. The sense of balance is the ability that is inherent in our body. However, even after we get the sense of how to keep balance, we might fall down this way or that way. After we get the sense of keeping the balance, we need to practice to maintain balance without falling down. By remembering the sense of keeping balanced every moment. Then finally, we will be able to ride a bicycle without falling. Likewise, we first restore the equanimity of our true nature by pausing. The equanimity is the quality inherent in everybody's mind. Even though we can pause for a while, we might still be distracted by our thoughts. We need to practice to maintain equanimity by relying on mindful pause. From now on, we need to get used to pause every moment and we expand the period of calm mind more and more by chanting and sitting meditation. We have to practice mindful pause every moment when we see, hear, and think. We can then build resilience and boost our power of cultivation. There is a Buddha teaching, do not shoot the second arrow from Salatabhutta. We perceive something through our eyes, ears, nose, tongue, body, and mind. We can see, hear, smell, taste, touch, and think. That is the first arrow. This is the same for all of us. Those who do not understand 
the principle of our mind, do not know how to pause, and only responds when he or she is shot by the first arrow, resisting the dislikes and being attached to the likes brings no relief. This is a second arrow we shoot into ourselves. The second arrow is the cause of mental pain, distress, and suffering of mind. Those who understand the principle of our true Buddha nature know how to pause mindfully. They let go and do not suffer. They do not shoot the second arrow. This is how they are free from suffering and distress. This is the way out of a cycle of suffering. At this moment, we vow to be a person who does not shoot the second arrow. In life, we cannot always control the first arrow. However, the second arrow is our reaction to the first. This second arrow actually optional. Shooting the second arrow is the cause of disturbances in our mind. We probably find ourselves dealing with the second arrows of suffering many times in the course of a day. We must practice not to shoot the second arrow when we shot by the first arrow. Over time, having an awareness of this choice and refraining from flinging endless second arrows at ourselves can help to liberate us from much unnecessary suffering. I hope that we all restore the equanimity of our true nature by practicing mindful pause. Thank you. Thank you.